welcome to the Better Spearfishing Podcast, where we talk all things spearfishing. If you want to improve your spearfishing and hear some wild stories, you've come to the right place. Hi, hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Better Spearfishing Podcast. Thank you for coming and joining me. So today we have a very special guest called Jalen Rosenberg, and and Jalen runs a business called Earth and Ocean Fit. And so what he does is he provides functional training predominantly for water sports, so surfing and spearfishing, as well as for other um, land-based sports. But um, anyway, I, I won't go into it too much. I think we'll let Jalen um, discuss discuss it himself so welcome Jared. hey nick how are you um thanks for having me yeah brilliant brilliant thanks for coming on so um look i think let's just start with um how did you actually get into diving and spearfishing okay um yeah i'm a bit of a late starter to be honest um i'm 46 now and um i did a free dive course when i was about 39 i think it was um and yeah started so started spearing pretty soon after that probably about 40 when i started to when i started getting the water and actually try my hand at spearfishing um and I, i guess the reason um or how i got into it was um being a a strength coach um i I was very interested in um, the physiology of freediving um, and the anatomy and and all the things that freediving does to the body. Um, and I've been surfing most of my life as well, so I've got a um, you know I'm very passionate about the ocean. So I, I guess it was a bit of a mistake that I that I got into spearing. To be honest, um, I, um, I I did a freediving course. I watched some YouTube videos of guys freediving. I thought maybe I'd get into freediving. Um, the guy that took my freediving course, Darren Aiken, is a Spiro, and he had a bit of a uh, a bit of a Spiro um, kind of flavour to the course, and that sort of um, got my juices flowing a bit. And I, I realised that in Perth, um, freediving itself is not is not that good, um, and so I thought, well, if I'm going to get into it, I might as well I might as well try and get myself some fish at the same time. So that's kind of how how it happened. Okay, right. Well, I I think um yeah, fantastic you, you know to hear that story of you starting, you know, sort of in you know, not not in your 20s, um because I'm sure there's other people who can um can relate to that. Um so I mean, what did you find challenging when you started? Um probably people to dive with was the biggest challenge for me when I first started. Um, I think it takes time to find, like everyone kind of seems to have their crew that they trust and that they dive with. And you almost need to kind of break into, um, break into a, a crew of divers. So that, that, that took, that took quite a time, quite a, quite a while to, um, to find, um, people that wanted to take me out. Um, and, um, another big thing, to be honest, was just getting out of my comfort zone. Um, I think, um, you know, what, once you're out there, you, you know, you can, I, I've been in the ocean surfing most of my life and I'm pretty comfortable in the surf, but, you know, putting your head under the water and, um, 
and um, spearfishing is just a, a completely different experience. And I thought I'd be more comfortable with being in the ocean, but um, that's definitely taken time. And to be honest, it's still an ongoing process. Um, you know, I still feel out of my comfort zone sometimes. Um, that's part of it, part of what I love about the sport. You know, it challenges challenges me on so many levels. So yeah. Two things, trying try to find people to dive with and, and just getting used to being out of my comfort zone. Yeah, okay. Now that Look, I think that's – I can certainly relate to that. Often, um, you, you know, you go to a new spot or the conditions are slightly different or there's suddenly the water's dirty or something. And, um, yeah, suddenly it's not very comfortable and you, you're sort of back to square one. Um, so, I mean, what would you say you, you've sort of – learned from from doing all of this you, you know entering the sport and and obviously pushing yourself into into a new thing new comfort zones or, or or anything you wish you had sort of known when you started yeah i mean look there's there's a lot of things um i think um every, every time i go out I, i'm learning new things um I, I think one of the biggest things i would say i've learned is to dive to your capabilities um, and you know, this, I think a really important, um, part of this is just leaving your ego at the shore. Uh, I sort of coined that, that phrase in my head the other day, leave, leave your ego at the door. Um, I changed it to leave your ego at the shore. Um, <laughs> I like that. But, um, yeah, I, I think, um, um, it, it's, it's hard because, you know, you don't want to be the, the guy, the only guy on the boat to the end of the day, no fish. And that's, you know, probably the, my first year of diving, that was me coming home with no fish or, or no craze. So, you know, and and I'll be honest, you know, like it is nice having a, a an Instagram photo holding up a nice fish. There is there is some ego involved in it. I, you know, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't the case. But um, um, I think... Ego can be very dangerous in our in our sport. Um, so you need to you need to find out you know where your capabilities are and dive within those capabilities. Particularly if you're doing, particularly if you're diving on your own, um, which is mainly has uh, been most of my experience. Right. Okay. Well, look, I think this is a, a fantastic place to segue into what you are doing with yep. Earth and Ocean Fit. So. Um, look, completely agree with what you say about uh, leaving your ego at the shore. Wonderful phrase. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to stick. And uh, look, maybe you can tell us a bit about yeah what you do with uh, Earth and Ocean Fit. Okay, yeah. So Earth and Ocean Fit is my online um, exercise program business. Um, I've been a strength coach for nearly twenty years now. Um, and, um, yeah, like you said, at the start of the, of the interview, um, uh, it's, it's functional exercise programs, um, with a bit of an ocean flavor. So I've been surfing most of my life. I started off by doing, um, um, surf strength programs, uh, for surfers, obviously, um, the last few years I've kind of been doing a bit more, a bit more, um, spearfishing than surfing. So I've kind of, um. I thought, well, there's there's, no, there's nothing out there for Spiros, um, and I think I think strength training is quite an overlooked factor when it comes to to spear fishing. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we can do as Spiros, um, as far as exercise goes, to improve our um, to improve our diving. 
Um, so yeah, I basically put together an eight week program, online program for Spiros. Yeah. And it consists of two 45 minute workouts per week. Um, and yeah, it's, it's all focused at, 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 um, increasing your performance in the water. So we're working on things like leg strength, uh, core strength, upper body strength. Um, there's a big focus on stretching and mobility work as well. So, um, you know, being able to move better in the water can help with your efficiency as well. And just being strong and moving well can help you, will definitely help you um, avoid injuries as well, both in and out of the water. Um, so, you know, there's even stretches and mobility exercises in the program that focus on posture and, um, you know, creating better posture believe it or not, can actually help our breathing efficiency um, as well. So as Spiros, um, obviously, we're always looking for that edge, always looking for an edge. And, you know, the better we breathe, um, you know, that has that has implications for, you know, um, a longer bottom time as well. So, you know, working on posture to, to help our bottom time. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of that's it in in, in a nutshell. Um, yeah, cool. Well, look, I, I mean, I think it's fantastic that you're doing this because I've already said, you know, several um, previous editions of the podcast. Um, often people, you know, people will say, "Well, what gear do I need? What spear gun? What?" You know, they ask about the toys. Um, and I think I've said many times that the most important bit of gear that you have in the ocean is your body. And your fitness, and that's going to do far more for your um, enjoyment and and capability than um, any single piece of equipment you buy. So, um, look, it's fantastic that yeah. you're actually offering this this course. So, yeah. I mean, look, you know, you've you've said strength and um, stretching. Um, you've you also have a Spero strength training program. So, can you tell us a bit about what's in that program? Yeah, so th that's that's what I was talking about. Was my Spiro strength program? It's an eight week program, um, consisting of two forty five minute workouts um, a week, and um, it's it's basically targeting all the muscles that we use for spear fishing. Um, and um, like I said before, we're working on um, you know leg endurance is obviously very important to us as Spiro's um, mm -hmm. core strength is very important upper body strength you know when you think of things like pulling up the anchor a dozen times or more um oh you know God, I, can, I, can relate. I can relate yeah, to yeah by the end of the day like it's pretty hard work um so upper body strength and core strength definitely plays a, a part in things like pulling up the anchor um you know loading your gun um getting in and out of the boat uh rock hopping all these things require um you know re require full body strength and this program really works on full body strength and exercise that can have a carryover to um to to spear fishing and you know i think there's a lot there's been a lot of emphasis in pool training in you know um in uh dry training breath hold training uh, and all that and and that's fantastic and i'm not saying this is any better than than that but it does serve, serve a purpose you know as spiros we are athletes and I, I think the better physically prepared we are, which, which involves more than just having a, a good breath hold, you know, I, I think the um, I think the more confidence we're going to have in the water as well, uh, it, it can help to increase our performance. It can help to increase our breath hold. Um, it can get us moving better and help us to avoid injuries. Um, and 
um yeah it's 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 um you know particularly if you're looking if you're looking for that edge um yeah. it can have a lot of benefits for, for spiros yeah um look i in in one of the previous um podcast um episodes i did i did talk about training for spearfishing and i yep. realize now in hindsight that the you know the, that episode I, I spoke a lot about things like um doing breath hold trainings you know carbon dioxide and oxygen yep. tables and and yoga yep. for stretching but the thing it missed is exactly what you're talking about which is the functional strength and and actually having that strength and you know athletic ability to um to dive so i i, yeah, I that, think you yeah nailed it absolutely that's 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 right nick you know as a somebody who's been working as a strength coach for nearly 20 years that's exactly what i saw was a uh um you know i I think it's just a missing link you know and if you combine your strength training program with your swimming um with your breath hold stuff with your yoga um that's when you're going to get your best results you know why why not cover all bases and um and uh you know, at the end of the day, it's about bringing home more fish. And, um, you know, if you're looking for that edge, then I, I really think it's a, a missing link that a lot of guys just overlook. And I know personally, um, you know, the, the better I'm physically feeling in the, in the water when I get out there, um, the better my mental game is as well. And particularly if you're not getting out a lot. So, you know, if, if you're diving every weekend, yeah, absolutely. You get a, a certain, a certain amount of dive fitness, which inc- includes, um, strength, but, um, yeah, particularly if you're not getting out of the water much, I think, um, you know, doing the right strength training can definitely help you be physically prepared for when you do get out. And um, that has a carryover to your mental uh, your mental game out there as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, as you know, here in, in Western Australia, quite a few people work away on mine sites. And so they might be away for a few weeks and not near the ocean. And then when they are back home, they want to be able to get out. So I guess this would give them training they can do uh, while they're away. Um, Absolutely. Look, look, maybe maybe let's just go back. Um, I I was just thinking it'd be really interesting to hear if you've got any any memorable fish that you've caught or any um, you know funny stories that happened out on the ocean or just anything that you'd like to share with the listeners. Yeah, sure. Look, you know, I, I haven't I haven't shot any any uh record-breaking fish, to be quite honest. Um our biggest fish was actually uh last weekend, I think it was, uh a big oh. a big sambo. So um, you know, not a prize fish or anything, but that that was that was about um that was about 19, 19 kilos. That's a good fish. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that. Wrecked, absolutely wrecked wrecked my um wrecked my spear. Um, I don't usually shoot them, but um, I had had an order in for some some um, standby uh, sashimi. So I told Derek, um, who you you know, yes, um, yeah, he put an order in for some sashimi. He was out diving with us at the time. I said, okay, if I see a sambo, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it. And to be honest, I didn't I didn't think it'd be that big, um, but uh, yeah, he was pretty solid fish. So that's probably the biggest fish I've I've shot. Um, Funny stories. I, like I don't. I don't think I really have. I, you know, I, I don't have any uh, any super funny stories that I could think of. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little bit too serious out there. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe I need to relax a bit. But um, 
No, well, uh, well, look, that's that's look like a great fish um, that you caught, and I I know that here in in well certainly Western Australia, you know, the Samson fish get a bit of a bad reputation for edibility, but I I have friends that absolutely love them. Um, for sashimi, one of them, his wife is South Korean, and he's a very good diver. He catches more than enough of any type of fish you can think of, and her favorite fish. The Koreans, apparently, their favorite fish here in Western Australia is Samson fish. So, um, yeah, I guess diff- different strokes for different folks. Yeah, no, look, I'm the same. I don't usually shoot them, but um, uh, Derek says that it's some of the best sashimi that you can that you can have. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's why I decided to pull the trigger on that guy and um, cost me cost me a, a, a spear and um, and and bet my knife pretty badly as well. And uh, I was actually on the boat while the boys were shooting Mackies, trying to um, trying to uh, fix my gear up. So that was a lesson that I learned um, <laughs> learned the hard way that day. But uh, <laughs> that was it was good good fun. Well, these things happen. Um, so look, what um, I, I guess you know, going back to your your business now, um, what are the sort of your sort of plans for the future with it? Um, yeah, plans for the future are. Um, you know, I'll I'll probably bring out a couple more um, Spiro strength programs in the future. Um, so the, the the program that I have out at the moment, I've designed um, to be used with minimal equipment at either your home um, or a gym. So with a very very basic home setup, um, all you need is suspension straps or gym rings, uh, a Swiss ball, and uh, a chair or a bench. Um, so yeah, I've designed this program to be uh, very easy to use and um, to be able to done at home or on the mine site or wherever you are. Um, so in the future, I think I'll bring out the program that involves a bit more equipment, so some more weights and stuff like that, a little bit more advanced. Um, also, workshops is something that I've I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, sort of workshops and retreats um, where we where we work on. Um, you know, functional strength training, which is which is my thing, obviously. Um, and I'd like to I'd like to sort of incorporate um, some other things in it. I'm really uh, I'm keen on on um, mental health. I think there's um, it doesn't matter how fit you are at the end of the day. Uh, you know, if you if you're mentally uh, if your mental health isn't isn't great, then then that's that's obviously not a good thing. So I'd like to the workshops to incorporate something something to do with mental health. Um, and and possibly just um, facing fears as well. So just challenging people, um, you know, out in the water. Probably, uh, I don't know if I might combine with a with a free dive um, a free dive trainer to incorporate some um, some depth training and stuff like that. But um, um, I'm kind of into my prana, pranayama at the moment. I've started to play around a bit with pranayama, which is the the breath the breath side of yoga. Yes. Um, I've been a, been a big yoga fan for many years, and um, yeah, I'm thinking about studying pranayama a bit more, which I think has a lot of advantages for. Well, I know free dive, a lot of free divers, a lot of the elite free divers use use pranayama, so I'm possibly thinking of studying pranayama and incorporating that into my into my workshops as well. Wow, you know, it's so fascinating here when you talk about this because this is exactly, you know, in the same vein as what I was talking about when I was. You know, obviously, I'm not a functional trainer, but just general yep. spearfishing um, training. And I said that all of the good 
spear fishermen and flea divers, they all did some sort of flexibility training and they all do some sort of breath work and mental training. And yoga sort of covers both of those. So it's it's really interesting to yeah, hear someone who does know what they're talking about, you, you know, yourself, speaking about the same things. At least it, it makes me feel that I wasn't crazy to talk about them. Yeah, no, thank you very much. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. It's it's something I've um you know, I, I'm passionate about strength trading. I'm passionate about diving. I'm pas- passionate about the ocean, and I'm I'm very holistic in my view of, about health. And um, I, I I don't believe whether it's trading for spearing or, or surfing or the beach body or what, whatever it is. There's you know I, I like I like to think there's there's no one way of training. I, I like to be very holistic and look at you know all possibilities of how we can reach our potential and. Um, so yeah, these are things that fascinate me, and this is this is what I put into my, my online programs as well. Is is that that um, that holistic uh, sort of uh, approach? Oh, brilliant! Well, look, maybe I mean you, we just mentioned online. I guess the the last thing really is how can people get in contact with you? How you know where where and how do people find you? Yeah, so I'm on um, uh, my website is called Earth and Ocean Fit. So At- Earth and Ocean Fit dot com um you can reach me uh via via my website contact details are on there otherwise um facebook and instagram as well so earth and ocean fit on facebook and instagram and um that's pretty much it i'm not on tiktok at the moment i'm not on anything else um i'm trying to i'm trying to limit my time on social media a bit because i find it kind of messes messes with my my head when i'm on social media too much but yeah they're, yep. they're the places you can reach me so yeah yep. no. just, just okay. reach out i agree with you on that too much time on social media is a bit detrimental <laughs> um okay yep. so it's earth and ocean fit.com.au and yep. so earth and ocean fit on facebook and also on instagram and and i assume people can um can follow you on those platforms and and message you directly there and, um, yep. Yep. and and your programs are you know, just for the the audience, they, obviously we do have audience around the world, not just here in Perth. Um, and and so your programs are they're actually online programs, aren't they? So yeah, correct. You, you basically teach programs. people, and they can do it at home. Yeah, the online video programs. Um, so you basically just follow the videos. All the exercises um, are, are, are video. They're they're of me doing the exercises, and they. Um, I do audio for that as well, so it's it's as if I'm in a gym training a client. Basically, I, I'm I'm giving tips on how on how to do or instructions on how to do the exercises. Um, and there's also some um, um, writing with each exercise as well, some some text as well. So if you if you don't want to listen to me, or once you've heard my once you've heard my my voice a few times, you don't want to hear it anymore. You can turn the sound down. And you can just read along the instructions for each exercise. Um, but yeah, you can be in South Africa or California or um, or Europe or wherever you are, um, wherever you are in the world, and and access these programs. And, and that's the idea. I want to um, I want to reach out to as many people as I can all, all around the world, and um, hopefully uh, help help you guys out there to to reach your athletic potential when it comes to, to spearing. Okay, brilliant. Well, well, look, um, Jared, I guess. You know, we we can probably close it out there. I think we've sort of covered everything, but um, yeah, I just want to say thanks so much for coming on and, and sharing that. And um, you know, to all the listeners, look, 
this is something you really want to want to check out, have a look at. Um, so earthandoceanfit.com.au or you know, Earth and Ocean Fit on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, and fo- follow Jared. I totally agree that being fit is the one thing that's going to make the most difference to your diving. So any any last thoughts, Jared? Um, no, not really. I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it's it's about getting more fish on a boat, like I said, and it's about longevity as well. You know, like I've I've, I've dived with a lot of uh, a lot of guys who have shoulder injuries and back injuries and all the rest of it, and um, you know, all those all those things keep you out of the water. So with these programs, they are definitely about uh, injury prevention as well, um, because yeah, um, you want to feel comfortable in the water. You want to you you want to dive for as you know as long as you possible, and uh, and uh, that's that's kind of um, a big a big emphasis of these of these programs is longevity. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, well, look. Thank you very much. And um, I think let's leave it there. I'm going to stop the recording now. And uh, thanks, everybody. Take care, and we will talk to you in the next um, in the next episode. Okay. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.